You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. I'm joined on the line by Tanda Satole, who is a senior economist at FNB, to just help us make sense of some data points that came out today. We got um, Q4 unemployment numbers from StatsSA, and we also got from the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy the expected fuel price increases effective midnight tonight. Uh, remember I said in yesterday's show that I would be the bearer of bad news and responsible for delivering that news. And it looks as though the numbers have come out. They don't look the greatest, but we'll dig into that now. Thanks so much for taking the time to speak to us, Tanda. What do you make of the latest uh, StatsSA numbers? I mean, let's let's start with the unemployment figures uh, coming down marginally, but is it something worth celebrating at this stage? Great to your listeners. Yeah, so I think the important part about the employment numbers is that over the past uh, five quarters, the economy has created cumulative uh, um, jobs of around 1.6 million. Mm. So, so I think that is positive. However, I think the recovery continues to, to be slow uh, to pre-pandemic levels. If you look at the data that we have for the latest quarter, for the fourth quarter, we are still close to about uh, 486,000 below pre-pandemic quarter for 2019 levels. That indicates that um, almost two years after the pandemic, we haven't we haven't actually recovered to to levels that prevailed before the pandemic, and that indicates that uh, the recovery in the labour market remains uh, protected. Now, from a recovery point of view, I mean, we, we know the importance of having a strong labor workforce and a labor market, as well as the contribution that that labor market then um, has on things like tax revenues and uh, consumption and that sort of thing. Uh, I think one of the worrying things that we saw was that uh, youth unemployment is still on the rise. And if you look at um, areas like graduate unemployment as well, that's doubled over uh, the last 10 years or so. Are there any particular focus areas that remain um, a concern from an unemployment point of view, such as the youth unemployment? Yeah. So our view is that obviously um, unemployment, particularly for the youth, remains stubbornly uh, high. Mm. But if we just look at the overall unemployment figure, um, averaging 33.5% last year, that's still higher than the 29, um, 29.2% average for for 2020 and 28.7% for 2019. Mm. Even much higher than the 22.5 average that was recorded in 2008. So you can see that consistently over the, the years, uh, South Africa's unemployment rate has increased. Um, and, and I think that speaks to a lot of issues that need to, that the economy needs to focus on. Um, I think at the moment we are struggling, the economy is expected to, to slow significantly to around 0.4% per hour estimate this year from 2.4% last year. And I think that reflects the, the persistent constraint in the economy related to electricity supply shortages as well as um, logistics constraints in the, in, in the areas of, of transportation. So it, it speaks to, to that, that those things need to be fixed. And our estimate is that growth needs to be above 3% persistently or sustainably for this economy to be able to create meaningful jobs or for unemployment rate to start uh, trending trending uh, materially uh, lower. So with average growth of around 1.4% as uh, the latest uh, percentage by national treasure over the medium term, um, I think that that level of, of economic growth is too low. Even there, a scenario where they think that uh, economy can grow by around 1.8% on average over the medium term, uh, if, if all the NICOM uh, interventions were implemented, I think even that is still low, positive but still low and insufficient to enable this economy to create 
uh, meaningful jobs and reduce unemployment sustainably. That's a frightening figure to think that um, growth needs to be at 3% and we are way off from that 3% target um, in the short term as well as in the medium term. But moving on to um, the other news that came out from the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy around the latest petrol price increases, right? I noted that petrol is going to go up by some 1 Rand 27, diesel up by some 30 cents or 31 cents, depending on which one you're looking at. Uh, but I think the biggest alarming increase has to be the uh, increase in LP gas that's going up some 16% or so, or 15.6% to be more precise, about 5 Rand and 22 cents. I mean, clearly inflation is a driving factor here, but what are the other driving factors that we're looking at that could possibly be putting the p- petrol prices at such elevated levels at the stage? Yeah, so it's a combination of, uh, of, of both um, slightly higher oil prices and, and significantly a, a weaker rent. Mm-hmm. So you, you just notice that over the past uh, few months, uh, the increase in overall headline inflation, consumer inflation, has largely been driven by uh, a steep uh, increase in fuel inflation as well as food inflation. But um, over the recent, uh, recent months, we've seen year-on-year fuel inflation moderating. It still remains high, but it's moderating. So obviously, this increase that is going to be implemented um, tonight um, would have implications for the month-on-month increase in uh, month-on-month um, changes in inflation. But we think that on a year-on-year basis, uh, because of the higher base over the past few few months, we think that 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 should still continue to lead to a moderation in inflation. Mm. Uh, our average inflation forecast for this year is around 5.8%. Um, still steep, especially if you look at uh, food inflation, which is above 12% currently, and therefore it, 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 it will continue to constrain um, the, the consumer, particularly the most vulnerable consumer, uh, which are your low-income consumers. Mm. Now, you mentioned the fuel price inflation or the fuel inflation factor um, as part of the overall headline inflation factor. And I think that that's something that uh, we have to be uh, wary of. And I think uh, before I let you go, I mean, the, what are your thoughts around the fact that the average that was measured for this particular increase was or had the rand rather at 17 rand 74 on average between January and February when um, this particular increase was measured? Now, given that the rand has been persistently sitting above 18 rand since then and is likely to remain at elevated levels beyond the 1774 range in the short term. Um, do you think this will be a factor for uh, the, the next MPC meeting? We know we've got an MPC meeting coming up now in the month of March. Um, do you think this will be in the short term something that will affect uh, headline inflation and potentially uh, lead to another interest rate hike at this stage? Yeah, sure. So both fuel and, and food remain, remain a significant risk to headline inflation. And you are right that the rent at current level could mean that even um, even in the in the next um, month we mm-hmm. we continue to see fewer monthly fewer fewer increases, which will have implications for for headline inflation. But our view is that um, the Reserve Bank is likely going to continue hiking interest rates at the MPC meeting in in, in March. Uh, we printed in zero point two five percent increase, which will put the repo rate at seven point five. Mm. We think that at that level, um, the high has likely reached the end of it, and we think that the Reserve Bank is likely to keep interest rate at that level for for, the, for an extended period before they start in, they start cutting towards the end of uh, of our forecast period. But so, obviously, if uh, food inflation and um, fuel prices continue to surprise on the upside, mm. and at a global level, um, um, the, the interest rates, particularly the Federal Reserve Bank interest rates 
continue to rise, then that could put a lot of pressure on the on the domestic uh, uh, reserve bank, uh, which could mean that interest rate could even be higher than the, the 7.5 that we, we currently expect as a peak. Mm. Right. So not the best news on that. Um, potentially could see another interest rate hike uh, as expected in March. Uh, hopefully this is uh, slowing down or this is the last of the hikes, but we'll have to wait and see. Thank you so much, Tanda. That was Tanda Satoli, who's a senior economist at FNB, just giving us a sense of the stats, say, unemployment numbers that came out today, as well as the expected fuel price increases that will be effective midnight tonight. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.